0: Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turbul and Gadigal people. G'day, I'm Alice Dempster. You might not know, but Squiz Kids is part of a bigger news offer. So while Squiz Kids is great for the little people in your life, if you want an adult fix of news every day, just search for Squiz Today in your podcast app. 6am every weekday, in 10 minutes, we'll get you across the news. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh. Hello, and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer, and it's Thursday, February 16. In Squiz Kids Today, a big week for women's cricket, praying for rain in Kenya, meet Kang, the supervillain, and Donald Trump has a challenger. That's what's making news. Kids style. It's been a big week in women's cricket, and although the Aussie team is continuing to dominate in T20 World Cup play in South Africa, I'm actually talking about action off the field in another country altogether. You've heard of the IPL, right? The Indian Premier League? It's a men's T20 competition that's been going for 15 years in India, featuring teams made up of local and top foreign players. Aussies like Josh Hazelwood, David Warner and Matthew Wade all play in the IPL. Well, the first ever women's Premier League is getting underway in India next month. And before even a single ball has been bowled, the women are outperforming the men. In late January, when rich investors bid for the right to own a women's team, they spent over $800 million, which is double what was paid for the men's teams back in 2008. Then the TV rights for the WPL were sold for $170 million. That's almost a $1 billion competition without having sold any tickets, sponsorships or merch. Wow. Wow. This week, all eyes were on the player auction when the five WPL teams competed against each other to buy players. Not that you can own a human being, of course. The athletes were simply agreeing to play for the team that paid them the most money. Aussie all-rounder Ash Gardner scored big with a payday worth more than half a million dollars from the Gujarat Giants. In total, 14 Aussies are packing their bags for India, and Ashes Giants will face the Mumbai Indians in the season opener on March 4. I can't wait. As if things weren't bad enough for our poor friends in New Zealand, who are still reeling from the devastation of Cyclone Gabriel, the North Island was rocked by a magnitude 6.1 earthquake last night. More than 60,000 people reported feeling the quake, which struck near the capital, Wellington. At the time of recording this podcast, no damage nor injuries had been reported. Thank goodness. Stay safe over there, Kiwis. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in the East African country of Kenya, where the saying pray for rain has been taken to a whole new level. Kenya is suffering under a terrible five-year drought with a sixth failed rainy season predicted. And so the president, William Ruto, decided to hold Kenya's first ever national day of prayer this week. Religious leaders joined the president in asking people of all faiths to spend an entire day praying for an end to the drought. I've put a link in your episode notes to some photos of the event, as well as pictures of and information on how the drought, which has been made worse by climate change, is affecting some 50 million Kenyans. Pop Culture Corner with our own heatwave kicking in over the next few days, what better place to hang out than a lovely, cool movie theatre? It's almost as if the Marvel franchise knew about the weather in advance. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania comes out tomorrow. Those of you in the Marvel know will remember that after Thanos' defeat in Avengers Endgame, the Marvel Cinematic Universe had a supervillain-sized hole that needed filling. Well, meet Kang the Conqueror. Kang is played by Jonathan Majors, who took his inspiration from some of history's most infamous men, including Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan and Napoleon. Infamous means that the person is famous, but for a bad quality or deed. If you're not sure who those guys are, I've stuck some links in your episode notes. No spoilers here, but if you do see the movie, watch out for the scene where the freedom fighters are taking on an enemy in the quantum realm. The dirt that they're fighting in is actually manure, which, yes, is poo that's used as fertilizer. It was mistakenly delivered to the film set instead of regular dirt. That's one way to make sure that the actors really nail looking angry. (coughs) And power. The United States of America is what's called a superpower. A country so rich and so big that what it does often affects the rest of the world. When there's an election in America, the rest of the world takes notice. And because former President Donald Trump is trying to win his old job back, people are paying special attention. Yesterday, a former diplomat and politician called Nikki Haley announced that she would be running against Mr. Trump, which is interesting because Ms. Haley once worked for Donald Trump's government. She had previously promised to support him in 2024, but now she says it's time for a new generation in the Republican political party. The way American presidential elections work is this. First, each political party has what's called a primary election to decide who will be their candidate for president. It's in the Republican Party primaries that Miss Haley hopes to beat Mr Trump so that she can then run for president in the main election in November 2024. And yes, it is February 2023 and we're talking about an election in 2024. American politics is exhausting. Attention parents, teachers and carers. While we're on the subject of Mr Trump, you may remember that he talked a lot about fake news during his presidency, and he was also accused of manufacturing disinformation himself. Squeeze Kids is conducting a survey about Australian kids and their media habits to better understand how kids are getting information and the extent to which you parents and guardians of the next generation are concerned about kids' ability to tell online fact from fiction. Please do take a moment to fill it out. The link's in your episode notes. We'll be taking the results to government to try to spur more action on the media literacy front. So the more of you who take that moment, the more compelling our data. Thanks. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. The new billion-dollar cricket competition in India is called what? Yep, it's the WPL. Extra points if you said the Women's Premier League. Question number two. Why did the president of Kenya hold a national day of prayer? Yes, indeed, it was to pray for rain. And question number three. Who is Nikki Haley? Yep, she's an American politician who's announced that she is running for president. Shout outs. It's February 16, the birthday of Canadian singer The Weeknd, American tennis player John McEnroe and North Korean dictator Kim Jong-il. That's quite the combination, isn't it? It's also a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Lulu and Mowley from Springfield, Will from Doreen, Jake from Williams, Max from Narandra, Perrin from Aubrey, Frank from Richmond, and Kian and Finn from Bali, Indonesia. A belated birthday wish goes out to Jack from Sydney. Classroom shout-outs today go to the 25C Busy bees with Ms Kavanagh and Mrs Kennedy at Regentville Public School, Classes 5B and 4B with Ms Jensen at St Thomas More Catholic Primary School in Campbelltown, Class 56P and Ms Price at Camden Public School, Class 6EG and Mrs Glover at Mount Carmel School in Yass, and Class 56M and Mrs Meeson at Mandama Primary School in Geelong. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at the or fill out the form on our website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.